This is the 7th Street Casino Arrowhead Pride Post Game Show on 610 Sports Radio. Call us at 913-576-7610 or tweet us at 610 Sports KC using hashtag AP610. Here's Mike Wicket and Editor-in-Chief at ArrowheadPride.com, Pete Sweeney. It's a final from Pittsburgh, 42-37. Chiefs over the Steelers. They get over, uh, they get the monkey off their back. They get over the hump, whatever cliche you want to use. Here is the deal. We're also joined in studio by former Chiefs linebacker, Sean Barber. Uh, If you want to get in, we got to be out in an hour and 10 minutes, all right? We got to be out by 645 because this is Kansas City's home for NFC East football. We have got the Giants and the Cowboys Coming up, Sunday Night Football will have the game. So if you want to talk about Patrick Mahomes and his unbelievable day, 576-7610, you can text into 69306. Pete, Sean, I'll let you guys start. Six touchdown passes for Patrick Mahomes today. Oh, man. Crystal ball. (laughs) Talk about that crystal ball. has been telling me all offseason, just wait for it, wait for it. The, 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 the prodigal son has returned. It's time for Kansas City Chiefs football to take off under the guidance of one Pat Mahomes. Not only did he start out with four touchdowns last week, but then he doubles down with a six-piece chicken nugget. <laughs> I did have chicken nuggets today for my dinner, so six-piece chicken nugget for my man Patty Cake. Make it shake. When we were in training camp in the preseason with this team, I – I was pretty clear in how I was feeling. I thought the offense could be pretty good. Defense was going to be pretty bad. And I would figure it would be an up-and-down year around 500. You get into this season, and what I'm starting to realize is not only is the offense good, it is historically good to the point where the defense being as bad as it is (laughs) isn't even mattering in these games. We had joked, and Sean, Carrington of the drive was included in this. We had joked and ragged on you when you were saying that 35 points per game was what the Chiefs were going to average this year. Right now, that was too low. (laughs) I I told y'all I was being conservative, man. I was being conservative. Two games on the road, tough teams, and they come home 2-0. We were saying going into the schedule that through the first, what, eight games, four and four, you'd be thrilled. They're coming back 2-0, and and they look unstoppable. The defense could be as bad as it could be. Maybe they could let up 42 points next week, and it doesn't look like it's going to matter, which is incredible. Can you imagine how loud Arrowhead Stadium is going to be when the Prince returns to the kingdom? It's a week three game, and honestly, it's up there with some of the more important games in Kansas City because this kid, this kid went on the road. We joked about Chiefs length. The last time that he played in Kansas City was, what, more than 40 days ago. He's going to come back and it's going to be, did you ever watch the movie Aladdin, where Aladdin comes in <laughs> on the elephants, Prince Ali? That type of thing. And it's, it's deserved. Ten touchdowns in the first two games. No quarterback in NFL history has ever done that. The history. We thought they'd be good. Historic. They are damn good. <laughs> Five seven six seven six ten. There is a flip side to all of this. They did allow 475 total yards of offense to be racked up by Big Ben and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Roethlisberger threw for 452 and three scores. Juju Smith-Schuster caught 13 balls for a buck 21. Antonio Brown caught nine. I mean, 
and, and we're going to go right to the phones because there are a lot of great things coming out of Patrick Mahomes in this offense, obviously. But, Sean, that defense is as bad as we thought it was going to be. Some people say, uh, uh, what's, that? what's better than a, a bad defense but a good offense? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but can you, can you and, and I don't know if all of a sudden you look at this team and the expectations have changed after watching this kid throw for two weeks and, and you shift where you thought this team was going to wind up, but can you, you can't win an, an, an AFC championship, much less an NFL championship, with a defense this bad. Why not? I mean, we, I mean, we 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 joked. It says like you know, defenses win championships. When the weather gets bad, you got to be able to run the ball, blah blah blah. But when when you're when you start off twenty one points in the first quarter, but then that, it was twenty one all like that. It could have been. Tw- I mean, we 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 can we can debate about some of this this non calling of uh, offensive holding the the uh, uh, the one you know picky little defensive holding that took away our defensive touchdown and then later on another defensive holding took away i mean we had some takeaways that got taken away uh not to have a play on words but our takeaways did get taken away by some calls that were at times being a little bit uh kind of one-sided i thought penalties or not i mean there were two big drops last week should have been 42 points last week this week is 37 points the defense is atrocious yeah it is I mean, you can talk about referees all you want. It's embarrassing right now. But the fact is, it isn't mattering. And and I don't necessarily see a change. I, I do caution people because don't forget what happened last year. The Chiefs stormed out to a 5-0 and start, and then they started to get figured out a little bit. So can they sustain it? They're buying themselves weeks to figure out this defense. And how do you not like them coming home 2-0? and and, not, and no one can do anything about them right now. 576-7610. Right to the phones. Chiefs over the Steelers, 42-37. Let's start with Calvin, who's been hanging on in Olathe. And we appreciate that. Calvin, go ahead, man. All right. Um, oh, man. How's it feel, Kansas City? Finally have a franchise quarterback for the you, Chiefs. You enjoy that? Y'all, we're witnessing a season of historic hype in front of us unfolding. But unfortunately, we're also witnessing a season with the historically bad defense at the same time. True. Do you think that's good enough to get you to the postseason, if not deep in the postseason? Well, I think what what the only thing that's going to work for Kansas City, I I don't think Andy Reid has no need for his gimme plays anymore. He just needs to take the offense out there all business-like, take care of business on that end. And let the defense, you know, unfold as it will. But you all know Justin Houston isn't what he used to be, and it don't look like Eric Berry's coming back. So it's looking like they're just what, uh, just going with what they have and piecing this together as they go along. And I think this has been going on since they started their uh, preseason workout. Well, it'll be interesting to see how many races to 42 they get into like they did today. Calvin, appreciate it. Steve and Mission, you're next up on 610 Sports Radio. Hey, guys, I am all in on the bandwagon. We are, are going to go to the Super Bowl. Do you believe this? Come on, guys. I, mean, I can't believe that this guy 
came on here and started complaining. That confirms the suspicion that I've had that the NFL is going downhill. You just plug some guys in on defense. Defense doesn't matter. They need ratings so bad that the cheetah, post, post Mahomes, didn't even hit the cheetah in the first half. And we're still this good. Eric Berry, the coach on the field, isn't even here. I mean, do you realize we're better than New England right now? We're better. We're going to go and beat them. With the, the, you cannot tell me after this first first two games that we're not going to be even better than this. I mean, I, some of these fans have been losing for so long, they don't know, they can't see what, what winning is like, what domination is like. We just went to Pittsburgh. We all wanted Pittsburgh since Bill Penny and Don Perry. I saw Don Perry on the airplane 30 years ago. You know, this is how long it's been since we've been real winners. You know, and then I, I have to I have to apologize for David Downing post Mahomes, man. Uh, I mean, after I wanted Alex Smith back, but man, I got I got to say, after the uh, tying Len Dawson's all time record and and the best ever after two games, man, I got I got to say, good riddance to Alex, man. That's one thing that caller had right. That uh, let's just pray he doesn't he doesn't get injured. So so we're we're better than New England right now, guys. So uh, dissect that one. Uh, New England right now losing by two touchdowns at Jacksonville as we speak. I I didn't know what to make of this game when it was going on. It was just such a weird up and down game. I mean, the Chiefs jump out to a twenty one nothing lead, and mm-hmm. you thought it was going to be easy breezy win, and it was anything but that. Of course, Pittsburgh by the end of the first half ties the game. You're kind of feeling like you're back again at, in the Tennessee game. At halftime, it was like this is bad. So it, felt, it felt like it was the momentum meter was going the other way. Steve Nelson limping off the field. It, it looked yeah. he was, had to be helped by two guys. It ended up being just cramps, and I think he'll be okay. But it really was seeming grim. I said, I'll be honest. I said on the Facebook uh, halftime show, if Steve Nelson can't come back, they're not going to win this game. I mean, they gave up 37 points with Steve Nelson for most of the game. Imagine if he had been out uh, from a halftime on. But, hey, I mean, you know, sometimes I guess you just do enough to win. Is it a problem? For sure. But – you got to be happy with what happened today. Five seven six seven six ten. Dan and Casey K. You're next up on six ten Sports Radio. Hi, Mike. Hi, Pete. Hi, Sean. Boy, that was some game. What a touchdowns by Kelsey and uh, and uh, Chris Conley and Robinson. I don't know why they would review that. That was a touchdown. I don't know why the Steelers reviewed that. And I thought uh, Big Ben Pestel uh, line of scrimmage on that touchdown. I don't know why the referees missed that too. But great game. I think Sean that the defensive line is going to take take care of business next week against the Niners. Take care. Hey, thank you, man. We appreciate it, Sean. You agree that the defensive line will take care. Of the Niners next week? Oh, definitely. I think that I agree with that. That uh, that last caller was definitely uh, excited <laughs> and on point about his points he was making about the uh, the game. So, by uh, the way, the Niners who come to town are embarrassing the Detroit Lions right now, up thirty to thirteen in the fourth how, quarter. How are those knees doing, Sean? I mean, at this point, I feel like you could pass for the Chiefs' day just right now, just next week. Nah. Sorry, you can still. We, they need you, Ain't man. They got it. I don't need it. They don't need me. They got Pat Mahomes. <laughs> they scoring points. Okay, a good offense is better than a subpar defense. I'm, the, to, I'm starting to think what is the wildest score we're going to see this year? Because it, it's that's feel, exciting. That's it's that's feeling. that's the best part about all this is that they still left a bunch of points on the field. You know, those, you know those games in Kansas City when you look over at the New England Patriot box score. For some reason, a snow game is sticking out to me where they just dropped 62 on the mm. Bills or whatever it was, and you're like, well. In Kansas City, we have Alex Smith. We're only, we're only going to win if it's 28 to 31 points. Now, 
I mean, would you be completely shocked if Mahomes put up a 70 burger at some point this year? But, I don't I don't think he would be that doesn't happen in the NFL. But the 21 first quarter, like that wasn't like a aberration. Like like that was just efficient, right? It nearly was twenty eight nothing, by the way, in the in the first quarter, had it not been for the Orlando Scandrick Colts. So with, with, if 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 twenty one points a, a quarter is like not really like out of the question, then if you just use simple math, I mean that, that that gets to a very high number real quick, right? That gets in the eighties. So a game ended up in the sixties, I don't think should be that surprising. Um just based off of what are off like the the fact that they can use three or four different threats and then Dip down and get Marcus Robinson for a touchdown. Chris Conley. Dip down for like those are two names that we didn't even talk about this morning. Both I, scoring. I forgot Demarcus Robinson was on the team till he made that play today. I <laughs> and, and they still got Harris. We Demetrius football. Demetrius football is still in the cupboard. I mean, it's just weapons upon keep weapons him, let's upon just keep weapons him in the upon cupboard. weapons. He can stay. He can stay. In the Spencer Ware's in the cupboard. I mean, we, they, yeah, they, leave him in. Leave it's, him in there. It's a deep pantry. On the offensive side of the ball, man. There are certain items you you say, okay, that cereal's too old. Let's leave that in the cupboard. <laughs> Five seven six seven six ten. We'll hear from Andy Reid. We'll hear from Patrick Mahomes, and more importantly, want to hear from you. We got a short show tonight. Going to be on until six forty five. You want to get in? Do it. We got the Cowboys and Giants coming up. We'll uh, take more of your phone calls coming up next here on six ten Sports Radio. The Seventh Street Casino Arrowhead Pride Post Game Show. Big time players make big time plays. Six ten Sports Radio. Hey, Fizz, what time do people need to be tuned into The Drive? Two. Thanks, Fizz. Every day on The Drive, you need to be listening right at 2 o'clock because we're giving away a prize. That's right, CDOT. Royals tickets, gift cards to your favorite restaurants, free passes to attractions all over KC, and more. So do us a favor. Tell one friend to listen at 2 o'clock every day, and they can win a prize. We start the show at 2 o'clock every day, not 2.05, not 2.08, like other shows out there. So make sure you get to your car or tune into the radio.com app right at 2 o'clock for your chance to win on The Drive. For Kansas City. Mahomes, timing route, down the sideline. It's caught. Touchdown, Tyreek Hill. Flag on the play as Hill breaks free for the score. That was the sixth touchdown pass of the day that Ian Eagle called over there on CBS. Patrick Mahomes to his many weapons. Chiefs win 42-37. Thank you so much for joining us here on the 7th Street Casino Arrowhead Pride postgame show. Pete Sweeney, Sean Barber, I'm Mike Wickett. We welcome in Brad Fanning from The Drive. You hear him weekdays right here on 610 Sports Radio from 2 until 6. I believe the show begins at 2. The commercial just told me so. Fanning, (laughs) six touchdown passes by the kid. Man, I got to start off by apologizing to my guy, Sean Barber, all right? Because he came on The Drive, and he said that the Chiefs were going to average – 38 points a game. CDOT and I laughed at him. Laughed. This guy's crazy, man. He's Call me crazy. Kool-Aid. He's on the Chiefs' payroll. What's he ever done other than playing the league and be a really good player? And now he's coming in saying that the Chiefs are going to average 38 a game, and, and, and after two weeks, what do you know? They're averaging 40 a game. Yeah, short, I shortchanged myself. I promise you, that was a major topic of discussion in the first half. Not the, the Chiefs doing it, but you guys calling him wrong and laughing at him. That was one of the major things Sean wanted to talk about today. I know, I know. Listen, we're wrong. Mahomes is terrific, right? I, I said we, we did these like outrageous predictions on the show probably three weeks ago. And one of the things that I said, I said Patrick Mahomes will have a six-touchdown pass game. And Speck and CDOT looked at me and like, you're crazy. And I'm like, probably, but these are outrageous predictions. And guess what happened today? I mean, and the fact that he's got no picks either. Ten touchdowns and no interceptions, to me, 
blows my mind. Brad, I, I've talked to you before, and I've heard you know you on your show a bunch of times, and you always talk about goosebumps and sports moments, especially yeah. with the Royals yeah. winning the World Series. I remember I was in here one day with you, and CDOT was out talking about Mahomes, and you were getting goosebumps. Did you have that type of feeling yeah. on, on you today? Absolutely, because I, and I, I and CDOT's more of a numbers guy than I am. I'm more of a human guy, like a relational guy, and and I don't need. I don't need stats to tell me somebody's going to be great. And I've known for a long time, you know, that, that Mahomes was something really, really special. And maybe it's just because we've had so many quarterbacks in Kansas City that aren't. And so I knew it because I saw glimpses of it, and I've seen him in the preseason. And I saw him, you know, go down at the end of that game in Denver in Week 17 last week or last year and go do it. But to see it in the regular season, absolutely, man. I mean, it, he, and the thing is, he kind of – and I hate saying this because I don't want to hex it. You know, I really don't want to hex it, but – he makes it look easy, too, and I heard Sean talking earlier on the show about they left some points out there, and they did. Brad, that being said, as, as special as he is and this offense appears to be after two weeks, can they get to 10, 11, 12 wins with this defense? Man, I don't know. That's a really good question. And, you know, I'm looking at the thing that kind of blows me away about this offense, too, and then I'll get to the defense in a second. They actually ran the football more than they threw it today. Would you ever think that? I mean, that, that's what blows me away about this thing. I tried to put the brakes on at least a little bit to give their defense a chance to, to catch catch their breath a little bit. But if you look at what Big Ben did, and again, the you know the Steelers were coming from behind. He threw it 60 times today. Rivers threw it 51. So I don't know. I mean, that's a great question because I mean, they're going to have to hang 40 on everybody for the most part if they're going to get to that point. And that, and that, and that is pretty scary to me. And those, deep, those guys get gassed. I mean, they're on the field for 74 plays today. I mean, even if you're a good defense, man, that is a ton of plays to be on the field. So to get to 10, 12 wins with, with, with what they got, I'm not sure. And maybe Sean could speak to this better than I can, but it looked to me like, you know, when, when they dropped Ford and Houston back in coverage, they couldn't get any pressure on Ben, so they threw it down the field. But when they brought him, it looked like he threw underneath and it ate him up. So I don't know what the answer is for this defense, man, other than the draft next year in free agency. Hey, Brad, appreciate it. Uh, tomorrow when uh, Mr. Barber is in studio along with Mr. Mays, make sure you bring coffee and donuts as a way to say, I'm sorry, you were right. I'm really going to have to, like, you know, I'm, I'm really going to have to. Hey, man, I'm a Starbucks uh, <laughs> pumpkin a pumpkin spice latte. It, and is, no it, is, it is officially false. No whip, okay. no whipped cream, no whip. No whipped cream? Yeah. Starbucks pumpkin spice latte with yeah. no whipped cream. I got you, man. I'm I mean, a big guy, Bente. You are faster than me, so I better be nice to you, right? I mean, that sounds like such a millennial order. I can't believe that's what Barbara's ordering. <laughs> really, right right after really. yoga class, he's going to head on over to the studio. Uh, hey, Brad, appreciate it as always, man. Talk to you later. All right, man. See you guys. Brad Fanning and Carrington Harrison uh, tomorrow. C. Dot and Brad during the drive two to six. What time are you guys in tomorrow? Three o'clock. Is that right? Yeah, three to four. Me and Joe Mays. Be fun. All right, right back to the phones. Five seven six seven seven nine eight. Let's talk to Brendan, who's been hanging on, and we appreciate your patience, Brendan. You're on six ten Sports Radio. How's it going? It feels like maybe Andrew Reid's fell in love with the quarterback for the first time. Uh, seems like he fell in love with Westbrook in Philadelphia and Jamal early on in Kansas City, I think for the first time he's excited about spreading the ball around, and I'm really excited. I don't care if Mahomes is the answer or not. Seems like Andrew Reid thinks so, and uh, I don't think Jamal was, and I don't think Westbrook was, but I think passing the ball around in this league, it might be the answer. What do you guys think? I I happen to think that this is a dream for Andy Reid. Because when I first got to Kansas City, I started covering this team in 2014. It was the Jamal Charles show, and then you had Alex Smith. 
And Andy Reid has always had this tendency of he prefers to pass the ball more than he runs it. And now you're finally in a situation where the fans, the media, the analysts, anyone who has any opinion here in Kansas City is going to hold the opinion, why would you ever do anything but throw the football? (laughs) So to me, it's exactly what Andy Reid's been looking for for maybe his entire 20-year career. 576-7610 is the phone number. 576-7610. If you are on hold, we are going to get to you coming up. We're also going to hear more from Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes right here on the 7th Street Casino Arrowhead Pride postgame show. Chiefs over the Steelers, 42-37. Get your calls in now. We'll get to you next. The 7th Street Casino Arrowhead Pride postgame show. Big-time players make big-time plays. 610 Sports Radio. What if I told you there was a website that was a one-stop shop for all of your Kansas City Chiefs news? What if I told you that site provided headlines, two-minute updates, film reviews, hot takes, Chiefs videos, and more? What if I told you there was no Chiefs website on the planet that updated their site more often? All Chiefs all the time. Arrowheadpride.com. Second and goal from the 15. Thread it with five. Damian Williams in there, the former Dolphin. Mahomes, Cannon, touchdown, Chris Conley. The Chiefs strike quickly. He beats Artie Burns on the play. There's Ian Eagle on CBS, one of six touchdown passes for Patrick Mahomes earlier today in Pittsburgh. Chiefs over the Steelers, 42-37. 7th Street Casino, Arrowhead Pride postgame show. Continuing on here, Pete Sweeney, Sean Barber, I'm Mike Wickett. Right to the phones at 576-7610. Let's hear what you have to say. We start with Jerry in Olathe. You're on 610 Sports Radio. Hey, thanks, guys, for taking my call. How y'all doing? Doing all right, man. Yeah, I'm not one to defend this defense because it is a dumpster fire. But let's be honest here. Like, we need we won a lot of games last year because we needed stuff to go right. The amount of stuff that went wrong today and we still won is incredible. The Pittsburgh Steelers scored 28 points off of shenanigans. Ben Roethlisberger throws a pass two yards over the line of scrimmage. James Conner down before it crosses the goal line, but they have inconclusive evidence. Chris Conley fumbles a ball late in the game to allow Pittsburgh to score, and seven points is taken off the board after a phantom holding call. So I'm not one to defend the defense, but the amount of stuff that went wrong today and we still won gives me a little bit of hope for this team. You agree with that, Sean? Yeah, this this game could have easily been like fifty to twenty four. This this game could have easily been like 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 you know mid fifties to basically Pittsburgh scoring about three times in the field goal at the most. Um, and that's and that's I think that's something you're gonna see uh, time and time again is that you know if, if our defense starts to be a little bit more not worried about yardage and creating turnovers is what we game to do as far as just getting the offense extra possessions because the more possessions you get Andy Reid and Pat Mahomes, I think the likelihood of them scoring in the you know third high 30s 40s becomes something that you'll see every week let's talk to big al in north kansas city you're on 610 sports radio what's up big al hey guys how you doing all right hey uh is this you know what this team uh so far it's only been a couple of weeks but this team reminds me a lot of the dick vermeil team uh I've, obviously i stood in the stands over 25 years but uh i i gotta ask you guys something i know everybody's hammering on the defense and yeah it doesn't look good but it, it seemed to me, watching the game, that it, there was multiple times, and I, I and maybe it gets called on both sides, but there was, I, I could swear I saw holding multiple times on the offensive line when we were getting close to the quarterback, and they weren't, they weren't called. And I wanted to 
hear your guys' opinion on that. Sean, you might uh, want to talk about that. You were very adamant about that. Yeah, it's kind of hard to hold your emotions back when you're watching your guys, you know, get off the ball and trying to get to the quarterback and the offensive line has just basically got him in a bear hug or just got him, you know, by both shoulder pads and refused to let go. Um, And even the the sack we did get against um, um, Big Ben when we wrapped him up, I mean, even Allen Bell was being held while he was trying to hold on to a big bend. So, I mean, if, if, if those things aren't being called and you're going to let guys at the offensive line just, you know, you know, just stalemate guys out like that and not even attempt to, uh, you know, start making calls, then it, it's going to be a really long day for anybody secondary to have to deal with Antonio Brown and Juju, uh, not to mention, you know, uh, Connor and the other guys, uh, Washington. I mean, they, they had some really good weapons, but – um, I think the defense just did a good job of doing what they had to do to secure the win today. I have no idea how many holding penalties were called on the Steelers' offensive line, but I also believe that there were – was it zero? They're holding up a zero. Zero. None. Um, that is unbelievable considering how many times Big Ben dropped back and how often Roethlisberger had five seconds to throw the ball. <laughs> I mean, that it, it just doesn't happen. It's, it's football. It's not, it's not to say that the offensive line for the Steelers isn't any good. And the only way they can do it is by cheating, but it just happens. Yeah, it just—it's the speed of the NFL. There's something that real goofy with that. Something real goofy with that. Five seven six seven six ten. Let's hear from quarterback Patrick Mahomes on his sixth touchdown day. Yeah, I think it just speaks to the weapons that we have on offense. Uh, they can't—they can't stop everybody. So for me, it's just about getting it to the guy that has the man-to-man coverage or has the uh, the open area. And so those guys were getting open today. Uh, the offensive line was blocking great, so it was making my job a lot easier. Uh, I don't know if anything surprised me. I thought we had a good uh, look in the film about what they were going to do. Uh, they, they, they were switching up coverages, and they got me a couple times in their blitzes, and I just got the ball out of my hands, and guys were getting open. So uh, we, we could keep progressing and keep moving the ball down the field. I, there's no telling. I mean, that's the thing. Uh, there'll be game pl- games where we come in and teams try to take away one or two guys, and that, that's the, the good thing about this team is no one really cares about who's getting getting the shine, I guess you would say. Everybody just wants to win. And so if, if a, a game comes in, they're trying to take away Tyreek, Kelsey, and Conley, and uh, Sammy, all those guys will, will take off. And if, if vice versa with everybody through, we'll, try, we'll spread the, the ball around and whoever's open. Yeah, I mean, you never expected to have 10 touchdowns at this point in the season, but I knew with this offense and the weapons that we had and the scheme Coach Reed's drawing up uh, that we had a chance to be really, really good and that the uh, possibilities are, uh, I mean, they're endless. I mean, we could really come out every single week and do and score points. It's all about me uh, getting the ball into those playmakers' hands, and you saw it today. They are breaking tackles and scoring points. Your birthday is tomorrow, so I feel Yeah. Did you envision having this much success? I mean, you never really think about that when you're growing up. Uh it's awesome when you look at it now, uh, but, I mean, we're, we're not done. I mean, this is just a start. It's just the beginning of the season, so we're going to keep trying to get better every single week. That was Patrick Mahomes after today's win. He was 23 of 28 for 326 through the year, six touchdowns, no picks. He had more touchdowns than incompletions, Pete. Right. That is crazy. <laughs> he had more touchdowns than uh, incompletions. I This team, I, I know Dante Hall said it first the other day on Fesco in the morning. And I got to reiterate it because after today, it just makes more and more sense. The Chiefs offense, and yes, only the offense, solely the offense, reminds me of the Golden State Warriors. And it's just talent, talented player after talented player. And to what, to what Mahomes is saying, it doesn't seem, at least yet, that Kelsey 
like after last week when he only had six yards, really cared about that because they won. I mean, today there was a little bit more of a spread. You had Kelsey with 109 yards, Watkins with 100 yards, and Tyree Kill with 90. And maybe these three Kevin Durants, for example, aren't getting all the yards and touchdowns. But you know what? If they go on a deep run and they become AFC champions or can somehow win a Super Bowl, it doesn't really seem like this team with all this talent is going to care about the individual stats. And, man, the fact that they got that in Kansas City, pretty unbelievable. I mean, you had Sammy Watkins, six catches for 100 yards today. This was his breakout game. Finally, the one Chiefs fans have been waiting to see. He had 31 yards and the one carry as well. Kareem Hunt. He had 80 total yards, including a touchdown, 75 on the ground. And Travis Kelsey, seven for a buck nine and two scores. And then other guys caught touchdowns. I mean, you talk about the cupboard, it sure as hell ain't bare. <laughs> it's, it was five different players that scored touchdowns because you had Robinson, Hunt, and Conley in the mix along with, you know, Kelsey and Hill. And, man, you know, if you're getting touchdowns, if you have those three guys and you're still getting touchdowns from Chris Conley and Demarcus Robinson, I don't know if how you're a defensive game planner, you begin to tackle this problem that the Chiefs are going to cause in the NFL. Five seven six seven six ten. Brian in Pittsburgh, Kansas. You're on 610 Sports Radio. Hi, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Got it. I know it's going to sound kind of funny, but I actually am somewhat encouraged by the defense, especially in the second half. Um, you know, we gave up the, the touchdown early that tied it at 28. Then after that, we had three pretty crucial stops and then only gave up the touchdown after the safety, uh, I mean, after the fumble at Conley at the end. So in the second half, I thought we did, you know, we're a couple plays away from being kind of what we've always been, a bend but not break defense. Uh, the fourth and three that Ben scored on, we hold him there. We don't score. If the points get taken off the board on the one where Ben was truly over the, the line when he threw the touchdown, saves one there. But I, I was encouraged. You know, I saw uh, forward come off his uh, coverage and almost Marcus Peters like break up a pass. Uh, so, especially in the defensive backfield, uh, I thought I saw some improvement back there. I didn't see receivers getting biased too much. Uh, most of our damage was done on the underneath routes that uh, they broke for long runs after they got the receptions on our linebackers. But anyway, I was somewhat encouraged. I know it's hard to say that, but um, to, to see that. But I was uh, definitely encouraged what I saw on the defense today compared to what I was thinking of what could happen. Brian, your uh, positivity is appreciated, man. Thank you so much for your phone call. Maybe a little Bobsativity. A little Bobsativity right there. Could be calling in. Could be Bob. <laughs> Could be Bobby. Like, Bob, your defense wasn't all that bad today, guys. Bob, if you're on the plane right now. Give us a Skype. Call in. Five seven six seven six ten. Bob. Uh, Cameron in St. Joe, you're on 610 Sports Radio. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. What's going on? Not a lot. Uh, you know, I was blown away by the offense. Kind of wanted to talk about the defense, what your guys' opinions were on uh, Steven Nelson, the job he did on Antonio Brown. Certainly didn't lock him down, but he played well enough to really keep him from busting out. And then uh, Eric Murray, I just want to ask you guys what you think the Chiefs, seeing this guy, whether it's in practice, to keep jotting him, jotting him out there in the field. It seems like you know, he's an accident waiting to happen. That, that miss sack the Adam Roethlisberger I thought was pretty bad, but I just want to get your thoughts on Eric Murray. Guys? Uh, e. Murray, I mean, he's got to do better. He's got to, you know, be a, he, he's a pro. He's going to uh, look at the film and realize, you know, there's some missed opportunities for him to make plays, um, some missed tackles, uh, especially when you have Big Ben wrapped up in the backfield. You got to, you know, take advantage of that um, to get that sack. As much as we harp on, you know, the holdings, the calls not being made, when you have a free shot or, you know, you dial up the right pressure uh, to get get to get a hit on them, and you will if it, it's, it becomes pretty bad. Um, besides that, coverage-wise, I think that, like like he said, you know, Nelson had a pretty good day. Um, uh, the, the way you can tell when you get the best of uh, Antonio Brown is when he starts 
chat, you know, chatting and getting in his offensive coordinator's face, and he's on the sideline causing a ruckus on his own sideline. That's how you know you're really doing your job against AB. Yeah, and and AB is is just so so good. Nine receptions, sixty-seven yards. That's a win. I mean, you did a good job against AB. So you're right. I think kudos to Steve Nelson, and that's why I was so concerned about Nelson potentially getting injured because all of a sudden, if it's Scandrick versus AB, maybe this is a different football game. And then when it comes to Eric Murray, this is really the year, I think, for him to step up. I mean, you have someone that kind of is there now that could potentially take his place if he can't do it. Armani Watts, I mean, I'm sure the Chiefs are trying to develop him into another uh, option there at safety. You You talk about the missed sack. And a lot of people get on Bob Sutton, but when the defensive players are missing a sack like that where he is dead to rights, you have to make that sack. And I think that was a big and, – and you know what? I don't, know if, I don't think Eric Murray is going to look at that and say, you know, I shouldn't have had – I think he's upset with himself probably for not getting that sack. We'll get to more of your phone calls coming up, plus Andy Reid's thoughts. We're on the air for just another half hour, so if you want to jump in, now is the time. 576-7610. Shoot us a text. 69306 on Twitter at Arrowhead Pride, hashtag AP610. we got the Cowboys and the Giants coming up. Coverage starts at 645. Head coach Andy Reid and your phone calls on the other side. The 7th Street Casino Arrowhead Pride postgame show. Big-time players make big-time plays. 610 Sports Radio. More NFL and college games, including exclusive coverage of K-State. More football shows. More football guests. Arrowhead Pride before, during, and after the games. Live broadcasts all day from Denver for the Chiefs Monday night game. And coming soon, another chance to win up to 12K a day. More listeners, bigger signal, and part of the biggest sports radio company in the world. Be good, kid, and tell Grandpa it's about time he gets his football from 610 Sports Radio. Second and nine. Punt shifts to the other side of Mahomes. Mahomes looking downfield. Fires. Travis Kelsey. Touchdown. Tremendous grab by Kelsey. And the Chiefs with another touchdown on the board. That was a laser shot. It was a missile. It was a fastball, whatever you want to call it. Ian Eagle calling it on CBS, this is the 7th Street Casino Arrowhead Pride postgame show. we got Pete Sweeney, Sean Barber, and Mike Wickett with you. Chiefs win 42-37. We will have the Cowboys and Giants coming up in a half hour. So if you want to get into it now, 576-7610. Shoot us a text from your phone is 69306 or on Twitter. Hashtag AP610 at Arrowhead Pride. Let's go right to the phones. Zach in Annapolis. You're on 610 hey, Sports guys. Radio. What's up, Zach? Hey, guys, uh, man, it, was, uh, it was awesome to have the Chiefs on TV out here in Maryland today. Uh, I know everyone likes to rag on the defense, but I think there are a couple of positives to take away. Anthony Hitchens, the new guy, had 12 tackles. So, you know, he's got 27 in two games, uh, which I think they're kind of changing the mindset, uh, you know. And luckily for us, Le'Veon wasn't playing. He torched us. So that was good. Uh, also, just uh, Pete, keep picking against us. Uh, you're 0 for 2. I like it. Uh, <laughs> Zach, appreciate it. Pete, who you got next week? Early prediction. We're a week out. Niners right now in a closer battle than we thought with uh, Detroit. I was talking with Sean off air about this. And, I mean, you're going home. The Chiefs have looked so good. The 49ers don't offer the personnel that these first two teams offered when it comes to receivers. I don't know how you could pick against the Chiefs, but I feel like I'm going to be getting pressure all week to make sure I pick those San Francisco 49ers. Go come into to work all this week wearing a Steve Young jersey and then a Jerry Rice jersey. <laughs> Maybe your new Garoppolo jersey. 
Jimmy J, the savior. Let's talk to Daniel and Nick. We're dialing us up from Lenexa. What's up, guys? You're on 610 Sports Radio. Hey, hey, thanks for taking our call. Nick Nick is a nine-year-old with some pretty uh, astute observations about the defense. Go, Nick. Um, Go, Nick, quickly. I'm too nervous to talk. Come on, Nick. Okay, (laughs) Nick, you make for great radio. Hey, that's, yeah, great radio. Hey, we're, we're just concerned about the defense as well. It wasn't, uh, uh, I know they gave up a lot of yards and a lot of points, but they haven't uh, felt the pressure of a playoff atmosphere. We're just concerned about that. Thanks for taking our call, guys. Hey, you got it. See you later, Nick. Maybe next time. You know who should be too nervous to talk is Bob Sutton after <laughs> that defensive performance on Thursday. Uh, one guy who wasn't too nervous to talk was head coach Andy Reid. Here's some of the things he had to say after the win over the Steelers. 42-37. And as I have to hit the right button because it's my first day ever doing radio, right? No, I'm sorry. Now I'll hear from Andy Reid. Sorry. And, um, um, you know, he's seeing things right now and doing a nice job. This was a big test for him. This, this is a good defensive football team. And, and um, you know, that was a big test for him. I know you don't care where the ball is going as long as you guys are making plays. But do you feel like over the long run it's going to be easier for you to be successful offensively if you guys are spreading the ball around like you did today as yeah, so we went a little bit empty today, and um, which wasn't a secret. I mean, you saw that, and and, uh, and you know that that helped. We have some good players. You know, Brett's done a nice job of getting guys in here, and and um, we spread them out and and see. They, they tried blitzing. They tried a couple different things to try to stop it. Pat saw it and was able to move it. The offensive line, I thought, did a heck of a job. I thought both lines were really good today. I just, you know, they were they they endured, uh, and. Uh, and in particular on defense, they were going a little bit kind of muddle huddle on us. And so that uh, coming off a 90-play game or 80, high 80-play 80 game last week and putting out what they did, I thought was great. But, um, yes, I think we can still spread them out. All right. I want to ask you about that. The He says, quote, we went a little bit empty today. Sean, you probably saw a lot empty because we were talking about that during today's game. Hey, man, everything is relative because some people say I got a little bit of money. <laughs> depends, on, depends on who you ask, you know. If you ask Warren Buffett, I ain't got nothing. So I mean, you handed me a five dollar bill today, so you got more cash on you than I do. That was from some McNuggets, man. <laughs> a little bit of delay today. You did have to get some McNuggets as, as we waited for for the call time. But yeah, that that is it, it's true. And and you know, I was pretty hard on the Chiefs' defense last week because I thought the Chargers left a lot of points on the Chiefs. For what it's worth, they left some points on the field. Uh, I think offense, and, and I think. The Steelers did get a couple breaks defensively, and you can make a case with the referees. I hate going and talking about referees because it's such a long game. But, yeah, I mean, there were some definitely some points today. It could have been a lot worse uh, in favor of the Chiefs. So uh, I, I can I could admit that. From the Pepper Jacks Grill famous Philly text line, uh, thoughts on a place on, that the defense can improve on? Sean, where do you see, and maybe it's as simple as getting Eric Berry back if we ever see him, but where can this defense actually make some small improvements. Well, I think you always start with just coaching the guys that are there and you don't you don't wish for, you know, anybody to come back anytime. You just, hey, whoever's here, we're gonna go play. Um, get a line, get assigned, know what you're supposed to do, be sharp. Um, but then it comes down to fundamental football. And you know, when you talk about tackling, it's not you, you you try to tell guys it's not really in your best interest to be diving or reaching. You you, you wanna like uh, really just run your feet until you get able to get almost chest-to-chest chest with the offensive guy. And I know those guys, they're phenomenal athletes, and they're making all kind of moves and everything. But the longer you can stay on your feet and continue to close that distance between you and the offensive guy, you give yourself a much better chance of not missing a tackle instead of reaching out or diving. 
and that's just something. I mean, it's a fundamental thing. It's a thing that I've, I know they do fundamental drills on tackling every day at every practice. It's just something individually the guys got to take a hold of and really be, be accountable to each other as far as their, uh, you know, the, the, the not, not only the pursuit to the ball, but actually finishing off the play, making plays and that kind of thing. Pete, would you agree that that's the, the one of the few spots or a couple of spots where they actually can improve? It's just so funny because I think the problem last year was such a run defense problem, and they went out and they got the right personnel, and it feels like it's a lot better this year. You know, against James Conner, who had a really good good week last week, I wish I would have liked to have seen how they could have done against Le'Veon Bell. They didn't, you know, get that opportunity, but still, you, you've been liking the job that they've been doing as far as a run defense. But just when you fix all the run defense problems, it seems like there's so many problems in the secondary with handling some of these receivers and what they've been able to do on the Chiefs. Again, I think the schedule gets a little bit easier for you as far as personnel goes. But to me, I I just think they're going to have to roll with these guys and, and, and Bob Sutton is going to have to be creative and they're just going to have to try to outscore people like we saw today. When the geek, when the geek squad has a chance to really the nerd squad, the nerd squad, when you want to be on the team, but you, 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 you got to know what it's called. Name. I know it's the nerd. <laughs> embarrassing. Geek it's embarrassing. Yeah, man. I'm a junior. I'm a junior. Nerd. You're a junior nerd geek. <laughs> uh, when they get a chance to break down the film, I, I want. I hope they do some analysis of finding out like beyond the normal snap count as far as being non, you know, like uh, uh, beyond two seconds or the three seconds, whenever the normal release point is for a quarterback. I think it's under three seconds. How many passes and how much yardage was given up? Once he had the ball four, five, six seconds into the down, because nobody, the the the, the Madden All Pro defensive backfield can't cover guys for that long. So, I don't think that's a technique thing. I think that's just something that you know you kind of it's more of an anomaly, and you got to move on from it. I don't really look at the San Francisco 49ers and their offense as something that is going to be as challenging as what the Los Angeles uh, Chargers and the Pittsburgh Steelers provide. So, like, wouldn't it be in, uh, great for this for the Chiefs to come out? They come back to Arrowhead Stadium and finally make a statement, maybe hold the 49ers to 14 points. And then if the, the Chiefs offense can continue doing what they're doing, scoring 28, 35, who knows amount of points, you're going to feel a lot better about the season if they can come home against the worst team offensively and yeah. defend their turf. Well, you, de- you definitely know the fans here. The kingdom has a lot to do with that. You know, the the, the, the atmosphere that we create, the noise, the, the, uh, the drama for the quarterback to feel uncomfortable in Arrowhead is something that our fan base has 100% control over that. So... If, if if Jimmy G comes in here and acts like he's the chosen one and he's, you know, uh, uh, changing plays at the line and, and running his offense the way and he feels comfortable, then I can't blame Bob Sutton. I can't blame any of the players. I'm blaming the fans for that one. Five seven six seven six ten. Anthony and KCK, you're on 610 Sports Radio. All right. Hey, man, I just wanted to say uh, I can't believe we've been doubting Andy Reid. I mean, the guy has a track record of, grooming quarterbacks now he's got this guy Patrick Mahomes has got all these fireworks me you give him all these toys with the wide receivers and the running backs and things like that and I had a little bit of doubts going into the season but after I saw him play last week I said you know what they might start the season 4-0 this month and then who knows what could happen after that thanks for taking my call guys thank you appreciate it Anthony there were 10 teams that could have had Patrick Mahomes because the Chiefs got him a 10th pick in 2017. The Cleveland Browns, the Chicago Bears, the 49ers, the Jaguars, the Titans, the Jets, the Chargers, the Panthers, the Bengals, and the Buffalo Bills traded that pick to the Kansas City Chiefs. How do you feel if you're one of those teams today? You have to be 
I mean, even if you have a franchise quarterback, like, for example, the Chargers do, yeah, you have to feel pretty silly as an evaluator. Uh, it's, it's tough, you know, because you're, you're, you're looking at college talent going against college talent. And so you're seeing some of these throws right. he's making off the back foot and I mean, he's airing it out. He's, I mean, he threw that game for what 819 yards. I think is a as a college football record for one game um, that Pat Mahomes has. Um, and you you're looking at it kind of like it was like that's like arcade numbers. And then you're thinking, how is that going to uh, translate to the NFL? And you're saying, oh, the windows are going to be shorter. It's going to be a lot tighter coverage. That that bravado he has as a quarterback is is he going to be turning it over much? And some some teams don't like that gunslinger mentality. Well. We have a coach that has already been through that with uh, Brett Favre yeah, McNabb. and McNabb. Favre, he's, yeah. been, he's been over – he's had that type of uh, quarterback with that type of mentality numerous times in his career already, and he's done great things with him. So it's, it seemed like that was a uh, match made in heaven for us when he, he was able to um, acquire Mahomes. What's amazing to me is they go and get him, and everyone becomes excited in Kansas City because this is the only quarterback the Chiefs have ever had in a lot of people's lifetimes who are sports fans in the city, so you understand that. But then – you start to get the hype, right? You see Tom Ali comparing him to Brett Favre, Marcus Peters. Uh, you know, Tomba says he's picking up, um, um, he's he's beating Marcus Peters in practice, things like that. Marcus Peters is one of the better cornerbacks in the league. You're hearing Peter Schrager and NFL Network go crazy. You're in all this hype, right? What's amazing about that is now through two games, and I get it, it's two games. He's not only like reached that hype and, and lived up to it. He's surpassing. Like he he did something today in the yeah. first two games. No other quarterback in NFL history did. I don't think. I don't think he realizes, and I don't think he cares. I think he's going to get back to Kansas City and start. Uh, I just breaking. think. It, <laughs> no, my argument is just. I don't think we've ever seen something like this in in the NFL where the hype was so big. You're like, all right, everyone relax, and he's actually surpassed. Like he's better than that hype well, so he, far. I, well, he also felt that you know, you know, the beginning of training camp there was a uh, consecutive day count of how many days in a row he threw an interception. And everybody was going crazy about, oh, yeah, he's a, he's, a, he's a turnover magnet that we all knew because every day in practice, some defensive player picks him off. I think it was like eight days in a row. And everybody was like, oh, my goodness. His over-under for touchdowns was 23 and a half. He has 10. Well, I guess he's tra- got 14 games to go. I guess training camp is training camp. I guess he learned some lessons in training camp. And that's what everybody was saying. Well, it was better he learned them here than on the field. And that's what Andy was telling everybody during training camp. You know, we're running some some exotic stuff at him even things we don't prepare him for, and he's handling it. Sometimes he throws it um, to the other team, but we're learning from it, and he's growing from it. And he was happy with the progression of Pat Holmes. It was everybody else that was saying, ah, man, I, you know, I, I saw him underthrow this, overthrow that. Um, as long as Andy Reid's happy with his progression, we know, you know he's going uh, to keep challenging him and keep uh, progressing the offense, introducing new concepts to him. Uh, the sky's the limit, buddy. Sky is the limit. We're going to hear a really cool montage of all of Pat Mahomes' touchdowns. We'll play that for you coming up. If you want to hear all of them, stick around. We'll get to a couple of your uh, text messages as well. Don't forget on Twitter, hashtag AP610 at Arrowhead Pride. And we may have time to squeeze in a few phone calls, 576-7610. More from Mahomes, more from Andy Reid as we roll on. Chiefs over the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, 42-37. One more segment before we send it off to uh, coverage of the Cowboys and Giants next.
The 7th Street Casino Arrowhead Pride postgame show. Big-time players make big-time plays. 610 Sports Radio. What if I told you there was a website that was a one-stop shop for all of your Kansas City Chiefs news? What if I told you that site provided headlines, two-minute updates, film reviews, hot takes, Chiefs videos, and more? What if I told you there was no Chiefs website on the planet that updated their site more often? All Chiefs all the time. Arrowheadpride.com. Five seven six seven six ten is the phone number here on the Seventh Street Casino Arrowhead Pride post game show. Pete Sweeney, Sean Barber, I'm Mike Wickett. We'll have the Giants and the uh, Cowboys coming up here on six ten Sports Radio Sunday Night Football right here. Uh, I do not believe I'm going to go out on a limb. I do not believe Eli Manning nor Dak Prescott will throw six touchdowns today. Not combined. Eli <laughs> might throw six picks. <laughs> combined <laughs> touchdowns, you ain't going to see six for them too. So, uh, want you to be able to hear. All of Patrick Mahomes' touchdown passes. Can you get a little music here? Can you get a little music for me? There you go. All right, here you go, Chiefs fans. This don't, is don't crash your cars. <laughs> celebrating too hard. Second and goal from the 15. Thread it with five. Damian Williams in there, the former Dolphin. Mahomes, cannon, touchdown. Chris Conley. The Chiefs strike quickly. He beats Artie Burns on the play. Second and nine. Hunt shifts to the other side of Mahomes. Mahomes looking downfield. Fires. Travis Kelsey. Touchdown. Tremendous grab by Kelsey. And the Chiefs with another touchdown to the board. That was a laser shot. Third and goal for Kansas City. Mahomes swings it to the outside. Hunt. Works his way in for the touchdown. Terrell Edmonds, the rookie, couldn't bring him down. And the Chiefs are routing the Steelers. Chiefs out of the timeout. Wilson Conley to the slot. Hill on the outside. Mahomes looks over the middle. Open man, Travis Kelsey. Touchdown. Patrick Mahomes with another dime. 25 yards. Second down for Kansas City. Take it. Mahomes throws it back in the end zone. It's caught to Marcus Robinson. Touchdown, Chiefs. Second and 13 for Kansas City. Mahomes timing route down the sideline. It's caught. Touchdown, Tyreek Hill. Flag on the play as Hill breaks free for the score. That wasn't from like all of last year or a couple of weeks, maybe a month's worth. That was all today, Chiefs fans. That was six touchdowns from your guy today, coupled with four last week. I'm pretty certain he's going to be your AFC Offensive Player of the Week, right? Like he did four last week. He won the award. Pretty certain he's going to get it again. Set the standard real high, so he had to get higher than last week. So uh, next, he next week, did, he, he didn't eight. even deserve it last week. They gave it to him anyway. <laughs> and now he's going to get it again. He deserves it this week. I'll get it twice in a row. I it, man. He turns twenty three in five hours. Good for him. I mean, I don't even know what he's going to do to celebrate. That's that's great. I mean, he, he throws six touchdowns. It's his birthday. I mean. I, I can't think of a better way to spend your 23rd birthday than throwing six touchdowns in the NFL. Yeah, that's kind of cool. I think we can go ahead and put a stamp for AFC Player of the Month. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 
That might have. I mean, player, yeah, player of the year, player of the century, <laughs> player of the league let's hear, history. Ever. Let's hear from the birthday boy. Here's uh, more from quarterback Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I mean, you're you're a little nervous, a little excited when you kind of go out there that first time. I mean, this is a great stadium, There's a ton of people, a ton of fans out there, and they were loud. So it was a little bit of nerves, but we started out hot. That helped me kind of calm myself, and then. Uh, just kind of going through the game plan, not trying to do too much. I feel like if I if I do that, that's when we have the success on the, as offense. Uh, yeah, not necessarily. I feel like with the preparation that we do during the week, uh, Coach Kafka he makes he makes sure that I know exactly what they're gonna throw at me, and so I feel like I'm prepared whenever I get into the games, and I'm gonna keep trying to do that, and so I can just play my game whenever I get there. Yeah, that was that was the first thing Coach Reed said when he came into the team meeting room on on a Tuesday was uh, we got to finish games on both sides of the ball. And uh, he was saying that we have to, how we had four yards a week before, and they had 200. And we, in, in order to have success in this league against great teams, and that was a really good team, and uh, you have to be able to finish in the fourth quarter. And I felt like on both sides of the ball, we did that. I did. Uh, I, I over I overthrew Tyreek, which I know I didn't know was possible. So, uh, but uh, he, he he took off and he was gone. If I hit him in stride, it was a 99 yarder. Yeah, I mean, we said it's, it's we're like we're starting the game back over. You get one half to go out there, leave it all on the line. And I felt like on both sides of the ball, people stepped up, made plays. They dug deep. I mean, that, it was a hot game, a lot of plays out there, and guys were out there making plays. Yeah, there is. I mean, there always is plays. Coach Reed just draws up every single week. And I always say it, they always work. I mean, he, he, he literally just gets on that board in his room and starts drawing plays. And so the possibilities, like I said, are endless. Uh, you have to go at every single team a different way. Every single team plays different coverages. And uh, you just got to go out there and execute the game plan. Yeah, I uh, I try to come out too fast. I, I think their number 98 was hitting, hitting the A-gap really fast. So I was trying to get away from center really fast, and I, I lost it. I just fell down, and it was on my stomach, and I knew I just do not let anybody else get it. That is your soon-to-be two-time AFC Offensive Player of the Week, quarterback Patrick Mahomes threw six touchdowns today, only had five incompletions when he threw uh, 23 of 28 for 326 through the air. Pete, Sean, we got about five minutes left. Start with you, Pete. What did you learn today that you didn't know going into this game i think for me and i've seen your tweets i've seen the comments i'm seeing the text line about picking against the chiefs two weeks in a row i think i'm learning that the defense is as bad as i thought it was but the offense is actually better than i thought it was I was worried that this year was going to be ruined by the lack of personnel in the defense. And what I'm learning is it seems like the Chiefs could potentially be historically good. And if they're historically good and they can stay with how bad the defense is, if they're historically bad, then maybe the Chiefs can win more often than they don't. And then you're looking at a 10-6 and six record and maybe the playoffs. And you know, Denver's right there right now, 2-0. and oh. It's way early in the season, but... I, I'm just so shocked by what we have now in Kansas City. You had years of Alex Smith, and Alex Smith was the king of efficiency and, and winning and, and just not making mistakes, whereas now it's just this guy has come in and he's putting you know, his grapefruits on the table and saying, I'm going to, to, to not only win, but I'm going to embarrass your defense doing it, and it's a cool place to be right now, I think, in Kansas City. Sean, what did you learn today you didn't know when we were on air doing a pregame show? Let's not underestimate the um, the great job that Andy Reid is doing with this offense because we, we've seen other teams with multiple weapons where frustration comes in very early. If we even look at the Pittsburgh Steelers when they had uh, Martavius Bryant and you add Juju Schuster to that group and now Martavius gets his feelings hurt that Shushu's getting too much shine and he's thinking those 
Thrill was supposed to be coming to him. You got Le'Veon Bell that wants to rock. A.B. doesn't like that uh, Bell is getting the ball on the goal line. So from an offensive coordinator, if you don't handle that scenario the right way, you end up with losing Martavis Bryant, Bell's at home, and now you're stuck with two receivers. And that one receiver, Antonio Brown, is on the sideline giving you the business because he's not getting enough targets at about how many had 19 today? Nine, no, he had Juju at 19 oh, Antonio 16. had 17 17 targets like yeah that wasn't enough to to feed his appetite today um and that's I mean that's a competitor right he wants to win yeah and he and he knows that almost every time he runs around he's open so like like why aren't all the targets coming to me but to to, to, to see the mentality of the Chiefs as as is like everybody knows hey you'll have your day but that doesn't alleviate the fact that you got to still run your route because everybody is an option. Everybody is an option on every play, and they run their routes that way. You're, you're so right. And, and if Travis Kelsey was isolated as the clear number one star on a team, if Sammy Watkins was isolated as the clear number one star on the team, same thing goes for Tyree Kill and maybe even Kareem Hunt. I mean, they're all taking hits to their stats one way or another. They all are. They all are. And so the key to this season is going to be can they remain selfless? I, I tend to think so. Through two weeks, it certainly seems that way. Like Travis Kelsey was happy enough last week winning. Mm-hmm. And it didn't, you know, it didn't really matter. So to me, that'll be a key for this year. If they can stay selfless and they just keep on winning, everyone's going to be as happy as, as as they can be. Guys, that's going to do it for us. Uh, we'll do it again next week. We'll be on the air at 10 a.m. getting you ready for the Chiefs and the 49ers. The prodigal son returns home. The the, the king of the Chiefs kingdom, Lent is over. Chiefs Lent ends that day. The prince comes back to the kingdom. Whatever you want to say. Thanks so much, guys, for hanging out. Appreciate yeah, it. It's been fun. Barbershop. I'll be at the stadium uh, doing uniform officials, though. You know, y'all might y'all gonna have to hold hold the ship down without me, dog. Will you call in and let us know that you're okay? Oh yeah, yeah. Halftime. Right. Halftime. I'll, I'll I'll give you an update of what's really going on. <laughs> All right. That's Sean Barber, the former chief. He is going to be in studio tomorrow on the drive with Carrington and Brad Fanning right here on 610 Sports Radio. Pete Tweeney, editor-in-chief. Make sure you go to arrowheadpride.com all week for the latest. Your final reviews, film analysis, breakdown of the San Francisco 49ers coming up next. That's going to do it. Thanks to our producer, Chris. For the guys, I'm Mike Wickett. Chiefs win 42-37. Sunday Night Football is next on 610 Sports Radio. This has been the 7th Street Casino Arrowhead Pride Post Game Show on 610 Sports Radio. Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation, and I want to tell you about my new show, It Seems Smart. It Seems Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seem smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain, or, I don't know, Maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission. Or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart.